All right, we are back. Episode 190 of Two Drunk Brothers and the Podcast. Gang's all here. Jared is here. Ethan's here. You already know who I am. Topher. My name's Topher. Y'all already know who I am. My name's Topher. You don't get that reference. You can just quit listening. You don't watch that TikTok. Um, Today we are going to talk a little bit about the college football championship recap. We are doing NFL playoff rundown, a bunch of shit involved with that. And then we might actually throw this in the middle because this will be a good one. Don't want to end on it. Ethan does a blind draft. Uh, That's going to be a fun one. Basically me and Jarrett know the topic of a, of a quote unquote draft. And then Ethan has to pick his five, his squad of five based on the criteria that we give him. So that should be a fun one. Without further ado, boys, Jarrett is probably drinking a mixed drink. And then Ethan, I think, is still drinking the same beer he was drinking six weeks ago. I am, well, last week, but yes. Um, I am drinking a blueberry blonde from Rutland, Vermont. I was trying to finish off the pack. And then I'll probably switch over and I will let you know what it is once I get there. Sometime this podcast. I imagine Jarrett's drinking whiskey diet. Whiskey, whiskey, uh, Dr. Pepper, zero sugar. Same, uh, same thing. I finally, I just polished off the whiskey you gave me for my birthday, Travis. So, oh, yeah. how was it? Uh, it's, I mean, Woodford Reserve. I mean, people probably be like, you're mixing that was Gentleman's Jack. Oh, it was Gentleman's Jack, but pretty like you're fucking mixing that with, with, with soda. Yeah, because I, as much as I want to be a fucking whiskey drinker, I can't do it, man. It takes. I, it. I can do like one glass, like one small like glass on the rocks. It takes me a good hour, hour and a half, and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> let's throw a little cup in there next time. We, uh, because of the amount of times that we've been to Kentucky now, for those of you who are listening, my fiance and I are getting married in Kentucky in May. So we've been a few times passing through or whatever. We stop at a, a distillery every single time we go. So now I can, I can pretty much drink bourbon straight, just like on the rocks. Um, what about out of, the, the, depends out on, of the bottle? Depends on what it is, but, but for the most part, what'd you say? <laughs> So what about out of the bottle? I'll bring you some, uh, some Seagram's uh, seven <laughs> out of the bottle. That's some, sure some, fucking, some fucking ten high, some ten high, some ten high, yes, some McCormick's, mm. yeah, some Canadian <laughs> mist, some fucking catfish jimmies. Uh, Jared, I did want to ask, Doctor Pepper Zero, because I've been curious to try it. Is is oh, is the good. zero fucking, so instead of twenty one flavors, do they just have like twenty now? Is that what it is? Or? Just I don't one. know, man. It's just one. <laughs> it's it's called. Uh, I'm not gonna get fat. Is what it's called. So, no. It's it's. They also have a. They have a Dr. Pepper Cherry Zero. That's fucking good too. It's kind they're of big. It's kind of funny cherries. how that works. Because uh, I feel like all only fat people drink diet soda. So <laughs> I don't know how how that uh, logic makes any sense. Also, did you see the study that apparently Monster and caffeinated drinks makes you lose your hair. If that well, were the case, me, right? I'd be bald by now. I drink. I, I was gonna say I drink Monster like every day, and <laughs> y'all, I've got I've got a pretty nice head of hair hair here. So yeah, it's either I drink I drink a cold brew, a cup of coffee, two cups. Of oh, that's coffee, not caffeine, or, or that's not carbonated. It's carbonated. You said carbonated caffeinated okay. drinks. Yeah, carbonated, yeah, say- and uh, it's like carbonated and something else. My cold, my my cold brews I drink are from Kirkland, and they're out of a can, so they are. I guess they probably are carbonated, aren't they? If they're in a can. No. no, I don't I think, think it has so. to be carbonated to be in a can. Um, either way, 
Oh, I drink Monster Energy, drink Mountain Dew, and I still have a full head of hair. So yeah, I have about two rains a week. It's really good on the heart. Um, yep. <laughs> I'm drinking. I'm drinking Sam Adams. It's the. Uh, it's like a limited uh, release Alpine Lager, brisk and smooth. It's actually pretty solid, and I don't like Sam Adams. So I do have. I have to say one green. thing. It's while we're beer. on the topic of beer, um, is I never got a chance to try that Budweiser Supreme beer, and I really wanted to. So if anybody finds it somewhere, I don't know if they still are making it because it was like a year ago. When they made that limited before the summer, I mean, like yeah, yeah. and it was only released. Ironically, it was released in D.C. So it was like St. Louis, California, D.C., and like some other location. But I live like 15 miles outside of D.C. and I never got a chance to like run in and actually grab some. So. If anybody sees it, just just let me know. I really just, wanted to try it. Be thinking of Ethan when if you see yeah. it. Um, but what'd you say? I said I I don't know I don't know what it is. I'm pretty sure you it's, bought it. It's like a I don't I actually don't remember now because it's been so long. If it's like a darker Budweiser or like it's it's definitely like I a, like a heavier Bud. If if it's what you're talking about, it wasn't that great. You're not you're not missing out. I think if if it, Travis this is the one where you like tip over three times and pour it straight into a fucking glass and it doesn't it doesn't foam up or anything. Wasn't that uh, like a nitro? No, that's the nitro. Yeah. This was that one that came in that black. It was like mm-hmm. Google Bud Budweiser Supreme. It's kind of like a mixture of the of the Budweiser can and a Bud Select can, but they called it Bud Supreme. I'm not really sure what exactly it was. Yeah, looked good though, but <clears throat> I'd be trying. Either Budweiser way, Budweiser Ultimate Go. Speaking of trash. Either way, <laughs> yeah, speaking of trash, uh, Horn Frauds. Possibly, I don't even think it's possibly. It is the worst championship performance, I think, in the history of championship performances. I I, I don't think there's any way to argue like, around it. Like 65 to 7 is a is a not good score if you're fighting for the championship. It's either them or when the um, Seahawks stomped a mud hole in the Broncos' ass in the Super Bowl that one year. That was pretty oh, it was bad like, too. It was like forty-three to seven or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean that was a bad one. This For, one as far was, as college goes, it, it's the worst college football championship I, game of all time. Obviously, this is a little bit more fresh on the mind. This one could have been the same, but this national championship game was just out of hand so fast. It was it it was a never a game. That, uh, you might have had a sliver uh, hope. You might have had a sliver uh, hope when it was 10-7, but Georgia yeah. never had troubles. They punted the ball one time. They punted the ball as many times as TCU put the ball in the end zone. Yeah. yeah. So I had to, like so I was talking to Dad, Travis, ironically, and I was ten when it was ten nothing. He's like, oh, I'm watching this game. It's not not gonna watch it much longer. And then TCU had that big pass play, and then Max Dugan ran in the end. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I got a phone with Dad. I'm like, all right, this will this this will be a decent game. And then, like you said, the, the very next drive, when I saw Georgia being able to move the ball at will, I literally got on my phone, got on TikTok, and I was scrolling. And like every now and then, I look up, I'm like, "Oh fuck, Georgia's got the ball again." They're driving. I turn it off at halftime. Went upstairs, watched Netflix. And yeah, I, I, I don't really do that very often in, in in any football game, really. But I did. If I sit down to watch a game, I want to. I plan to watch it in its entirety. The fact that I turned that off at halftime, went upstairs, and voluntarily watched Netflix. Shows you how terrible of a game it was. Of a championship game, yeah. So, yeah, I actually, um, Jesse, one of our friends, he texted me and he was like, "Hey, want to hop on Xbox?" And I was like, "I'm gonna watch a little bit of this game." 
And then when it was like 17 or 24 to 7, one of them, I was like, ah, I'll hop on. And I was on Xbox and literally it, it felt, it probably wasn't realistically, but it felt like every four minutes he was like, oh, touchdown. And I was like, TCU? And I mean, because like, it was. Yeah. And I, I was mean, like, they, they couldn't stop him. It's just, yeah, it's, it, it was, it seemed like it was every five minutes. And I was like, and I, every time I was like, TCU touchdown, because I was like, surely they still have the ball. Nope. Georgia touchdown. 38-7, I'm like, it's just it never ends. I mean, the ends. fact that the the fact that Max Duggan was a finished second in the Heisman voting, couldn't even complete a pass. What it seemed like, I mean, they went three and out almost every drive. They might have had a first down here and there that was a, a big game, but that's it. They definitely didn't get. They couldn't sustain a drive where they got multiple first downs. Um, I think this is just this is horrible for the Big Twelve. Big 12 football. I mean, it's, so, so here, here, here's my thing. Um, I think Georgia showed the team that they were. I think Georgia had a few faltering games this year. I mean, if if you Travis said, you know, if TCU Michigan play that game, Michigan wins 99 times out of 100. I think if okay, Ohio maybe State, not 99, but at least 90. So if Ohio State and 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 Georgia play, Georgia also wins that game and wins it handily. 99 times out of 100. And I think Ohio State showed up on a day when Georgia wasn't expecting it, and we all got lulled into thinking, okay, well, you know, Georgia didn't look that good against Ohio State against a team that barely snuck in, team that maybe shouldn't have been there. Um, you know, we could have argued that Bama should have been there. And then we said, you know, TCU stands a chance. I sent a tweet to Travis uh, and Ethan earlier today, and I can't remember. I think it might have been Barrett Saliak. I, I don't know. But he said, you know, the move to 12 teams – it's only. I think we're only going to see where we're going to get like literally every year when we move to twelve teams, we're going to get four SEC teams every single year in the college in the college f- football playoff. And I would not be surprised if we get numerous, numerous years where it's SEC, SEC every I mean, single year. Just from from that game alone, I mean, Georgia was just faster, stronger, more talented, smarter, uh, stronger. all around. I'm smarter. I'm better. Have you seen those TikToks? Yes. But one thing I ugly is ugly. The talent that they have. Argue, yeah. One thing I'll argue about the 12 team playoff is, is I actually think that, you know, we, and without spending too much time on it, cause me and Travis talked a lot about it earlier is most deserving versus best teams. What I think that the 12 team college football playoff will do for us is it will narrow down those best teams when you get to the final four. Like I really yes. truly do. Like I think that it will, you know, you'll start out with all of these deserving teams that get in, but when it's all said and done, you're going to end up with in the final four or the championship, regardless, it will be the two best teams and not Georgia and TCU. So I mean, every now and then you may have a Cinderella team that kind of makes, makes right. a little bit of a run just like you do in the NCAA. Yeah, they might take down mm-hmm. one of the upper echelon no, right. teams. Um, but regarding this instance, if you want to, if you want to really argue and say, okay, well TCU, they they beat Michigan, yada yada. Okay, fine. But they should have never been in that three spot. They lost the conference championship game. They think they should have bumped down to four, and we never would have had this issue because Georgia TCU would have played in round one. And I and I do think that had Georgia and TCU played in round one. Cause I mean, we can, again, we can argue about this back and forth all day and we don't need to, cause I think it's pretty cut and dry now, but TCU showed in the Michigan game that they deserve to be there. 
had we had a Georgia TCU semifinal, I think the game could have been closer because TCU's like, I do too. It's not that there's not as much pressure in the semifinal as there is in the national championship. That's just, I think that's just point blank fact. But I think Georgia still would have won, and then we would have had a much better national championship game with it being Michigan or Ohio State. I think that that's just kind of what it boils down to. So I do agree with that. I think had they been bumped down to the four, we may not have had as much of a fun semifinal pair of games as we did. Like one of them might have been really good in Michigan, Ohio State, but the TCU Georgia one maybe not so much. Um, But the national championship game would have been well much more um, worth watching. Well, much more yeah. worth the uh, <laughs> the one thing I will say is the, this is my one argument where I, I won't go on about it. Uh, if you want to say that TCU was deserved to be there and they belong there, think about this: they let up 110 points in two games. Uh, no other team would do that in the top ten. I don't think outside of a couple, maybe UCLA, who has a bad defense. Any of those kids on defense that have a future and going somewhere better step at the fuck up next year is all I'm going to say. Maybe, maybe their defense didn't belong to be there. <laughs> I mean, it was horrible. Horrible. And their offense really didn't either. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that one guy was wide open. For, I mean, that was the most wide open fucking touchdown pass. I think it was the third the third score, George. Yeah, Lad McConkey. I mean. Well, let's even talk about their, their one touchdown that they scored at drive. He was wide open, and Max Duggan underthrew him by about five yards. He had to stop, slow down, and then make a Madden-looking yeah, he would have had where he just kind of spun in place and then took off. Yeah, He would have I had mean, a touchdown I, had he hit him in stride. I noticed a lot of that uh, Max Duggan play style in the Baylor game and in the Big 12 championship, the games that they struggled in and lost one of them. And then he, that's that's the version we got. He just did not look good. Uh, but either way, that was awful. I think – what might have almost topped it a little bit more is that laughable. And I, I made, it made me laugh so much. I enjoyed every bit of that fucking stupid stadium getting drenched in water. Look, Stan Kroenke. Yeah. Great stadium. You built. No walls, no walls. I get that. It's LA. It was raining like you're inside not on rain, but like, you got to think about those things because it will rain at some point. There LA. was rain like it, falling it inside above like, on the players like they were getting it was wet in there also fuck him in general because i know it doesn't come directly from him but he definitely has some say in the fact that nobody could tailgate the national championship game so fuck him they they don't tailgate their period no they do they do they do they have they have designated parking lots for tailgating during home games it's just not it's just not very many of them but for the national championship game they said no to all of them yeah i may i may be wrong here but that's not necessarily the the best area, is it? Is it? Ingle- I have no is, idea. I don't Ingle- know where this is in, actually located. It's in Inglewood. Yeah, no, that's not a good area. No, I mean they might have built Still, some things around it, but I don't think. I don't know. I, I just thought I'm like, well, maybe that's why they yeah, said tailgate. They said fuck San Kroenke for building that piece of shit stadium, that five billion dollars stadium that two teams have to share, and now his coach is running away from the NFL. And yeah, bro. They tie retires. They're in purgatory again, and I love it. they have no first round draft picks because Stafford's going to leave, Donald's going to leave, fuck them forever. At, they got at that this one point, ring. and I know it's a very small sample size, but at this point, Stafford leaving the worst thing with Baker Mayfield there. I don't think Baker comes back. Baker won't come back to LA if if, if all those people leave. He's going to be like, fuck well, but my question there. is, is who's going to pick up Baker with how many people are so, in the yeah, draft a this lot year? Of I think everyone everyone's saying this is such a good draft class. 
for QBs? I don't think so. You're getting a bunch of Justin Fields's that are going to be be have a lot of talent, but not going to be able to take you anywhere. Speaking of Justin Fields's, um, quick quick <laughs> comment on Bears fans celebrating the number one overall pick. Um, congrats! But remember three months ago when you were talking about how your team was going to be competitive this year and now you're backtracking and saying, well, we were playing for a number one overall pick. Now your team was just dog shit. So um, congratulations on your number one pick. You'll have one next year too. I I do think they're going to be able to trade back maybe even twice in a, in a, in a cruise draft capital. I think that's, that's the big value there. Cause you're going to have, no, Seattle. It is. They, they absolutely have a reason to be like celebrating the fact that they ended up getting the number one overall pick. But I just think it's laughable because of everybody in the preseason was like, bears are going to go eight, and nine or nine and eight. Like they're going to be fighting for a wild card. I legitimately saw that like on Twitter and TikTok from real bears fans. It, uh, laughable. No. What's what's funny is it's like lovey Smith, big fuck you out the door. Here's the second <laughs> yeah, round pick. Yep. Here's a number two overall pick. I'm leaving. And when he's, <laughs> as the former Bears coach, he probably did that shit on purpose. <laughs> like, yeah. That's so funny. Uh, it's nice what's to the my, Bears what's and my, Illinois. He's probably like, what's my buyout clause? $20 million? Give me my money. <laughs> <laughs> I said, give me my money. <laughs> um, no, that was, uh, that's great. But, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't see a whole lot of QBs from this draft class being amazing. But we shall see yeah. it. I'd say we have plenty of time to talk about that here. Plenty of time to talk about that. In the meantime, uh, let's transition on. Let's just let's do Ethan's draft because I can't wait to get this out of the way, and then we'll talk about NFL playoffs. All right, oh, Ethan, Ethan, walk away. Walk away. Take your headphones I'm off. Walking walk away. away. I'm going to go outside. Um, I'm going to count to thirty, and then I'm going to come back. Okay. So all right, Travis. So so time out. So everyone that knows. So me and Ethan saw this, and Travis saw Travis saw on TikTok too. Basically, we pick a category, and we're going to go in order like a draft. So I'll go first, Travis will go second. Then Ethan has no idea what the category is, has to try to pick. We're going to do five rounds of this, and the more insane his picks get. I was looking at Travis. There's quite a bit of quarterbacks with single-digit numbers. Did you, you didn't even tell everyone what we were doing. Well, we're going to do like me and Travis are going to pick quarterbacks with single-digit numbers. But I mean, that's fine if there's a lot. He, the fact that he's got to figure it out is the main thing. Like he's got to know can what we, we're aiming for. Can we? Can we do a little collusion here for one two? What's that? To fucking throw him off. We should do Tua and Hurts, and he's going to think it's like Alabama quarterbacks. Okay, we can do that. All right. So the the goal is quarterbacks quarterbacks with single digit numbers. That's yep. what we're going for. We're doing a list of five. I mean, there's a ton. I'm, I have a couple backups to throw into to kind of throw them off, so it should be fun. Yeah, I got some, too. All right. All right. Here he's, here he's coming. <clears throat> All right. That was, perfect. that was perfect timing, by the way. Amazing. Are you, you. are you ready? Yeah, I was explaining to my fiance what we were about to do. So Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I will kick it off first, and I will go – with he has no idea it could be colors could be people buildings i'm gonna go with jalen hurts it's a good one it's a good one i like that um hmm. i'm gonna go with Tua tonga vailoa all right ethan pick number three uh um well two young promising quarterbacks I'm going to go with Joe Burrow. 
All right. <clears throat> Let's see here. Let's take <clears throat> Bailey Zappi. All right, I see your Bailey Zappi, and I'm going <laughs> to go with Matt Ryan. Hmm. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, Brock Purdy. All right, all right. I have no I idea see, what's going on here. I see your Brock Purdy. Oh, let's see who did I want to take next. Who did I want to take next? Let's go with Drew Locke. I see your Drew Locke, and I will take Marcus Mariota. Dude, I, I thought <laughs> I started to have an idea of what you guys were doing. Because I, originally, so just so people know, I thought you guys were going with AFC QBs after the second round when I said Brock Purdy, and I was like, that's NFC. They're going AFC because every quarterback was AFC. But then you chose Drew Locke and fucking Marcus Mariota, both in the <laughs> NFC. Is this Bro. round three? Yes. Bro. Uh, fuck. Aaron Rodgers. All right. Aaron Rodgers. Um, let's go. Uh, Jacoby Brissett. Ooh, it's a good one. Good one. I will take <laughs> another t- another player. That plays with Jacob Brissett, I'll take Deshaun Watson. Ooh, that is a good one. Bro, what? <laughs> uh, I'm a uh, fuck it. I I think I'm catching on. I actually have no idea, but I'm just gonna assume, and I'm gonna say Kenny Pickett. I'm gonna okay, say I, can, I can figure out what you guys are doing here by the end. I think that's a good one. All right, here's round five. Here's round five. I am going to go Russell Wilson. It's a good one. I will do do Justin Fields. That is good, too. Bro. (laughs) Ethan's last one. I'm thinking. Hold on, I, I had one and then I lost it, but I'm, I'll get it back. Um, Ryan Tannehill. All right, Ethan. Ethan, you've you you semi failed the experiment. Dude, what um, is your guess on, on our criteria? Oh well, my original guess was AFC QBs. Obviously, that failed after the second round. Um, my and then you said next you had thought, another idea. My next thought, and the only other thought I've had since, and I can't shake it because I couldn't think of anything else, was quarterbacks who didn't play a full season. So it was quarterbacks who wear a single-digit number. Oh, okay. You got you okay. got Kenny Pickett and Joe Burrow. Yeah, nice. <laughs> the rest I, uh, of them because well, wrong. You said um, because when you said Tua, Matt Ryan. Um, I'm trying to think of who your some of your first Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, yeah, got hurt. You, no, that's um, that's good. So that's why I chose Kenny Pickett because Mitch Trubisky started. Matt Brock Ryan, Purdy was just I, a I, fucking I, throw I, out I of said, the wind. 
I said Matt Ryan. Yeah, uh, Marshall Sean Mariota. Threw you off. Deshaun Watson, Jacoby Brissett. But as soon as you said, um, who's your fifth round pick, Jarrett? I don't remember who it was. Uh, Mine was Russell Justin. Wilson. He's yeah, and that, and I was like, he only missed like a game or two, and I feel like that wouldn't count. So I was like, well, never mind. Like, Dude, it can't be literally all the picks we did. The only person <laughs> that didn't that played the whole season, I think Travis picked. Um, no, and that could have been like a hit right. criteria. <laughs> I was like Travis said, I was like catching. Travis, I was like, hold on, these guys played like half. That's why I chose Ryan Tannehill because then you had Bailey's and uh, wow, and that is crazy. Yeah. Bailey's Drew Lock didn't yeah. play at all. No. Ah, good call. Good call. I didn't even think of that. But, but that's that's wild. That's wild. Single we digit numbers. Players. That's a really smart draft topic, though. Nice. Nice job, boys. <laughs> we'll have to play this again sometimes we, when I'm not. We, we will. It's uh <laughs> we had a few ideas kicking around that could be used um in the future. So that's a fun one. All right. Hope you all enjoyed that and found it as funny as we did when Ethan was like Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> <laughs> No, single, number 12. Single digit numbers. All right. We're going to get a piss break, drink break. We'll be right back. Oh, <laughs> NFL playoffs kicking off this weekend, baby. Um, your very own Miami Dolphins have made it. Ethan's very own. Green Bay Packers did not. Wow. Sad. Aaron Rodgers. I know we've said it for the last three years. <laughs> might have played his last game in a Packers uniform. You don't belong no. here. This time it feels as real as possible, though. I don't know, man, because I was like, well, I was like, listen to some guys, and they're like, listen, this is how Aaron Rodgers is. He's making it all about himself. He's going to fucking drag it out and say, I don't know. I might. I don't know. I might be done, and then he'll fucking come back. So, He's had so a $99 million dollar dead cap hit. He said that he's not going to drag it out, which means he's absolutely going to drag it out. Yeah. So he said, I'm not going to hold them hostage. I'm going to make a decision. I just don't want to make it based off emotion. Well, the dude's then going to claim he's emotional for the next three and a half months. And then we're going to hear something on draft day, like the morning of that. He's not coming back or some shit. And then we'll figure out what we're going to do from there. My favorite part of the whole thing, and Jerry, I don't know if you saw this TikTok, but I sent it to Ethan. It's whenever him and Randall Kyle were walking down the the tunnel, and it was fucking Joe Dirt. You don't belong in this town. Why don't you go home and get you some weed? You gonna cry, boy? <laughs> you crying, boy? No, but people, people were people were saying that that was so scripted, like him, like finding Randall Cobb and saying, "Yeah, it was." It was fun while it lasted, or whatever. And then he, he and then he pushed the camera out of there. Like no other teammates are around. The rest are still on the field. They're the only ones walking back to the locker room. Yeah, he's. I don't know though. It was. I, he's a. It great, was great football player. Now, if you're gonna I, tell me I like get, he's gonna he's gonna come to Miami, I'd, I'd be all for it. But I get why you feel like it's scripted, and I'm sure some of it was right. Like I'm sure he's straight like, out of the Vince Bob. McMahon playbook. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh. It was, I, I find it hard to believe that he scripted the like telling Jamison Williams, like, I'm gonna keep this one, and then him saying, like, he's like, Bro, he told like, me, like, I I find it hard to believe that he was like, Oh, I just like to keep these big, you know, week 18 at home against the Lions for a playoff. Like, bro, you've played so many big games, you really think you need this jersey? Like, no, you're keeping it because it's your last one. 
or he thinks it's going to be, and he might change his mind, but I don't know. I find it hard to believe. I, I love Aaron Rodgers. He's the greatest quarterback that I've ever watched play outside of Tom Brady. Um, He's the greatest quarterback on a team that I've rooted for because I think he's better than Brett Favre. Um, And it's going to suck. It's, he's better than Brett Favre, talent wise. Hands down. Take. Brett Favre had has like the most interceptions in the NFL of all time, or something like he that. Does. Uh, something he does. Like that. Um, they the same amount of he throws in the quadruple well. coverage wearing Levi so, jeans. Um, <laughs> and his copper fit fucking sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, it's gonna be really sad to see him leave because like it's the only quarterback I've watched since I was what fucking twelve years old. But I am at the same time very ready for the Jordan Love era of Packers football, even if it is horrible. Like, I just I need to see what's going to happen after Aaron Rodgers, and I'm tired of waiting year by year to figure out what it's going to be. So, yeah, it's really fun watching nine different quarterbacks for your team in six years. (laughs) Oh, Travis. We figured we were Rams fans before we were Dolphins fans. How many fucking quarterbacks watch for the Rams? I'm just saying, within the last six years. Being I've watched fans. I've watched fucking Sean Mannion start quarterback for my team, so I don't want to hear anything about it. The the um, young Ryan Fitzpatrick, yes, yeah, the young the Ryan Fitzpatrick indeed. <laughs> yeah, so. uh, I mean there were some there were some bad guys that we've watched play football uh, that have quarterbacked the teams that we've been fans for. So <laughs> you're in for a ride. Hopefully not like that though. Uh, but either way, the playoffs are set. We have everything. In order, what uh, what do we want to kick off with first here? I'll take this over. Um, so basically, we're gonna go. We're gonna cover Super Wild Card Weekend. We're gonna talk about the games from both, you know, a standpoint of how we see it going. We're talking about from a gambling standpoint. We're also gonna give out like some futures that we that we like from from for the playoffs, and also talk a little bit like, you know, um, I guess I guess we can call them hot takes or like you know, kind of. I guess takes that were like this may this might happen, but you know it's, it's a long shot from, from from both sides of the conference. So let's just start off start off with Super Wild Card Weekend. Um, actually, let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and do our yeah. So let's do Super Wild Card Weekend first. Kick, kick off with the first game: Seattle at San Francisco. A game we've already seen twice this year. The uh, line is currently at nine and a half. So obviously, the Niners are the favorite, and the over under is forty two and a half. So. How do you guys see this game playing out? Um, a couple notes I have. It, this line opened up at 7.5, and, and it's already moved, moved up to 9.5. So public is all over um, San Francisco. Um, you want to you wanna hear my bet for this game? And, and I'm not right. kidding. I, I wish I was kidding. I'm not kidding. I am taking, and I will bet on it, and I will post it if people want proof. I am taking San Francisco minus 16.5 for plus money. This is going, this is going to be a massacre. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't. Not this good. is one of this is one of my up in the air games because it it goes against what I have been against all year long. So like the 49ers, them being semi not necessarily frauds, but Brock Purdy not being made for this moment this early. Um, but I also think the 49ers suck. So it's like you mean, you mean Seattle? You mean Seattle? Or Seattle? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I also think Seattle sucks. So it's like, does Brock, does Brock Purdy like kind of cave and they struggle and Seattle covers? 
I don't I don't see Seattle winning. I see them barely covering, or I see 49ers just absolutely blowing them out of the water. Here's of, here's the bet you make. Here here's the bet to make. It's the under of 42 and a half. I mean, seriously, I don't see Seattle scoring it, more than 10 points. But that's but I can see this game being like 38 to 7. So that's the thing. That's, that's yeah. my thing. Um, I don't know, man. Because Seattle, Seattle still has some dudes on defense, though. Like they, they defend well. I think it was like they? four of their last five like, games have have gone under. I the four of the last forty ers games have gone over. Four of the five of the last. I, five. Here's I don't the, know. Here's if, the, if, I don't know if, if Seattle the Niners has if the Niners those dudes. If if, if they defense. get up big, if they get up big early, comfortably. I think they start kind of laying off the gas to prevent injury. Like if, if they didn't, like they don't. They didn't even do that this past week. Yeah, because they were still fighting for the one seed. Theoretically, they were. They were. I mean, theoretically, the Eagles could have lost in that in that three o'clock time slot, at the same time they were playing, to the to the Giants, and they could have gotten the one seed. So. I think if they get up big early, I think they can let up the gas. Another reason why is the under is getting 88% of the money, but only has 30, 33% of the bets. So, I mean, the public is all over the over. Sharps are all over the under. Um, I don't love it. It's not my favorite bet in the world. I don't like to spread either. Ethan, I like how you're laying, you're laying your nuts on the table. I think Rawls and the integrants here, there's no upset happening here. The Niners are fucking winning this game easy. Yeah, yeah. I think safe bet. I just have to go. Seahawks, 10 points, 10-point 10 game to lead off Super Wild Card Weekend. Um, that's a lot to, to ask for. And it's, really and, it's an, and it's a divisional opponent. They know each other well. That's why I also think it's going to be under. Like So know. there's a trend in the NFL where the second divisional game that teams play against each other to bet the under because they know, they know the trends. They know the team well. This is their third matchup. So, I mean – Take take for that what it's worth. Pete Carroll probably knows that fucking team like the back of his hand, and I think he's going to have his team ready to play. I don't think they're going to win. I do think there's going to be a low scoring, boring game though. I really the, so. they just they just I, lost to them by eight. Sorry, Ethan, to interrupt. No, you're good. Uh, they just lost to them by eight. Uh, last was the score twenty one thirteen, and the 49ers had four hundred yards of offense. Yeah, I'm take I'm a, I'm going to officially take. I don't like it. I really don't like it at all. But if, I'm, if you're going to make me bet on this game, I'm take Seattle plus 10. Sorry, Ethan. Um, no, that's fine. Because I'm just going to lay my nuts on the table because I do think it's going to be a blowout. And I, and I could very well be wrong. I think, though, we talk about this is their third game against each other. I look at it as, and I know it's only a couple pieces, but I look at it as their second game because that first performance was like week two or three. No Christian McCaffrey. It was still, tr- uh, well, I guess it was Jimmy G at that time. So I guess a better QB, but different QB nonetheless. Um, and I know that they were missing a couple pieces on defense. So you have the second true matchup, I feel like, with what they've played against with Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy, um, the defense in full intact, um, Debo healthy. Because I feel like Debo wasn't healthy his this second game they played if i remember correctly a couple weeks ago he was he was hurt either way um i just think that the offensive talent even with brock purdy at qb um i'm not sold on brock purdy i will not be until he plays a full season if he even gets the chance to but um their offensive weapons are just so ridiculous and they have the number one yeah scoring d the number one rush d 
It's it's just like you're gonna make Gino throw the ball, and I don't know if I trust that. So Brock, I mean Gino Gino Smith did just break the franchise record for passing yards this season, which is wild considering how long Russell Wilson played there. That is fucking that blew my mind when I read that. It is kind of legitimately did. It blew my mind. That is crazy. But you want to know dream scenario? <clears throat> we talked first about play, this earlier. First play, Nick Bosa sack tears Gino's knee. Drew Locktile. I was I wasn't hoping for like some catastrophic injury, but maybe just like Gino doesn't get right. to play the rest tears, of the game. Tears concussion, his concussion. No, that's even worse. Tears his toe, worse. brain injuries are worse. Yeah, his toe <laughs> tendon, a tendon in his foot. Can't play the rest of the playoffs. Drew Lock comes in, leads him to a Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> Get the fucking contract yeah. next year. I'll, I'll it's like just like Nick Foles and Carson Wentz. Every so time this makes me sound like a bad person. Every time Geno slides, I hope he hits a bad piece of turf so Drew Lock can come in. God. Um, so we're gonna pretend <laughs> we're gonna pretend, pretend it wasn't said. So we're all on three different sides. Travis on Seattle. Plus Nothing 10. against the guy. I just love Drew Lock. Plus nine and a half, wherever you get it at. I'm at the under of 42 and a half. Ethan's taking an alternate line at plus money. Niners minus 16 and a half. So all different sides there. Next game, personally, I think is one of my favorite games of the weekend. Um, and it is the Chargers at the Jags. Depending on where you're betting right now, I've seen the line at minus one, minus one and a half, minus two, minus two and a half. We're going to go with the best line available is two and a half. The Jags are two and a half home point, home dogs against the LA Chargers and the over-under is 47 and a half. And there's been really, really no real line movement in this game from what I could see. Um, and the public bets are all on the Chargers, 66%. And the public money is on the Chargers, 56%. So what do you guys, what do you guys feeling here? So speaking from no experience, I have to imagine traveling across the country for a game is hard. So the Chargers I mean, having to go all, all the way to Jacksonville can be difficult. That being look said, at case, case case in point, look at look at the Miami. They're playing their best football of the year. They had to take a West Coast road trip, play two weeks in a row against the fucking Niners and the Chargers, and played like shit two weeks in a row. I mean, it's, game's it's, over. It, 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 Time to jag off. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, no, jagging off, baby, go Jags. Um, I'm not sure what the secondary looks like. I know a few weeks ago it was still really banged up. I'm not sure if that's still the case. Mike Uh, Williams is out, though, probably. If that is the case, I do like Trevor Lawrence and ETN to actually do some damage here. And we've talked about it. Uh, I I used to be a very big Justin Herbert truther. Now I am probably one of his biggest haters. Um, Yeah, in fact, crazy how things can change. When Travis said that Tua – was like like putting up better numbers than Herbert in less games. I'm like, wow, Travis has really come fucking full circle. So I have, um, <laughs> I have, I have. So I mean, I'm I'm anti Herbert. Everyone's like all over his dick, thinking that he is legitimate. Like this is everywhere that he's top five QB in the NFL. I can't stand it. No, uh, I don't think so. I mean, dude threw 25 touchdown passes this season. Uh, you're gonna need to throw for a lot more against the Jaguars, and you can only rely on Austin Nickler so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ethan? Here's. Oh, oh yeah. Go, go, Eddie. No, Continue, go ahead. I'll go Eric. last. I will. Oh. I will soak what? in your point. Here's. Here's my. That's, thing. that's kinky. The, <laughs> the unders in these teams' games in the last. So the last five. So the Chargers last five. Jaguars last five heading in. The unders are seven and three combined. We know 
that these offenses are sputtering. I'm taking the under 47 and a half again. The Jag, the Jag, Jags defense is so good, like Travis just said. I mean, here's Jared on, here's Jared on his couch whenever there's tons of points on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and piss. I mean, I'm also I'm I'm, I'm going to bet I'm going to bet other things too, but I like the under in this game because uh, I think. Ethan said it. The jet lag, the travel across the country. Jaguars playing at home. Jaguars have a good de- have a, a decent defense. Um, I think, and I think Mike Williams being doubtful up in the air is a lot bigger than what we all think. Because you know, when you take if you can bracket Keenan Allen and take him away, like Travis has said, you know, you can only dump off to Austin Eckler so much, and teams are going to start to key on that. Put a spy on Eckler. I mean, it's not that hard to figure out. I know I'm not a D coordinator, but it seems pretty simple to me, and I've seen I've seen teams lock down the Chargers this year and hold them to twenty less points. I think it's going to happen again here. So, hey, if uh, whoever's TCU's defensive coordinator can keep his job, I think you could do it too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, here's where I'm at. I'm I'm not quite where Travis is in terms of the Justin Herbert hate. I think I talked about it months and months ago that I love Herbert. I've loved him since he was at Oregon. Um, yeah. That being said not a top five QB in the NFL. And I think that people who make that argument are crazy. Um, I think maybe even top 10 is a question mark. Um, But I do think like objectively trying to like watching some of the chargers games this year, his struggles have come a little bit. One from Brandon Staley being his head coach dudes, semi borderline, not smart. Um, And secondly, like he was missing his top two receivers for a good majority of the year. And Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Um, and I, and Jarrett, to your point, if you're missing Mike Williams this year or this week, sorry, that's going to hurt. Um, because we saw what Justin Herbert does with guys like Joshua Palmer. Now don't get me wrong. I think Joshua Palmer has the ability to be a good receiver someday. I just don't think he's there yet. Um, and so if you have Williams, Mike Williams, that guy, you can just throw it up and like, Hey, go get it. I don't care where it's at. And you saw that catch he made. I, what was it like week 17? Just ridiculous. Like if the guy can go up and do things like that for you, it's, it's, it's game changing. And maybe that's more on the receivers than it is on Justin Herbert as a talented QB. Um, but if you don't have Mike Williams and you're relying on Keenan Allen, who might be double covered, and then you're relying on Joshua Palmer, who has been good, but is still a little bit unproven. Um, I, it's hard to bet on a team on the road across the country as two and a half point favorites. So what I like is I, instead of taking Jaguars plus two and a half, I might alt it to plus three and a half. I know that's not great odds. Um, but cause something just screams to me like this, if the chargers do win, it's a very, very close game, like 24, 21 or some shit. And then if not Jaguars went outright and I still win. So I like that's, Jaguars. That's we'll see what happens. Yeah, I was, well, was going to say, Ethan, that's not really all that bad of a line. I mean, if you're buying a point there, if it's a two and a half, you're buying a point, what are you, Travis, minus 130, minus 135? Right. Usually. Yeah, I just sometimes it's like juiced up, no, like no matter what you do. But usually if you're buying a, po- a whole point, it's more than likely minus 130. Yeah, so I'm looking at – If I yeah. take the Jaguars right now at – plus three and a half it's minus 162 so that's on fanduel odds could be different in other books but in fanduel it's mine's 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 showing plus minus 145 i'll bet online okay all right all right well since we're we're comparing books we're comparing books let me go to 
Bovada. Well, right now it's one and a half on Bovada. See, mine's mine's at plus two. So if you're getting plus three and a half, it's minus one sixty-five on Bovada. Yeah, yeah, mine's. I'm sorry, yeah, mine's actually minus one seventy. So if you, I would just do three because then if they lose by three, you push. It's minus one forty-five. Well, you know what I actually really like if if you're using Fanduel, you can't do this on every book. Um, what I like about Fanduel is that you can. If you take Jacksonville plus three and a half, and then take the under of fifty-two and a half, it's plus one thirty. You can do that so on, on DraftKings too. Yeah, so you're yeah, buying you're five far points far on the over/under, and you're buying a point on the spread, and you're getting plus. I like that. So, so alternate alternate spread, alternate under. I like that. Yeah. So we all we're all we're all leaning that the Jags are probably going in this game. You know, we and me and Ethan are kind of leaning to a lower scoring affair. Um, let's that. So that's the Saturday games. Let's head on into Sunday. So uh, overall, we both think we all think San Francisco and Jacksonville is probably going to get it done, and those are our picks uh, straight up. Um, so we have picked two home teams. Um, interesting game here. I know it may not be interesting to everybody, but I got some. I got some numbers. So we're going to the noon game on Sunday, noon noon Central, Miami at Buffalo. Uh, right now, what I saw it at was Miami's nine-point underdogs on the road at Buffalo. The overner is forty-seven. Now, here I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk here for a few minutes. It opened up at ten and a half, so it's already moved a whole point and a half. But yet, Buffalo is getting sixty percent of the bets and almost sixty percent of the money. Why is the line moved in favor of, it was, of Miami? It was at eleven this morning when I like yep. early this morning when I looked. So that only means one of two things. Yep. Um, yep. So reverse line movement or two is playing. Yep. Yep. That's what so, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking I, Vegas knows uh, knows something. I uh, either- I was I was listening to a couple Dolphins people talk today. Not like they are any credentialed staffers or anything, but everyone like a couple of the ones that I heard were very confident in to playing this weekend. Um, I don't know enough about the Dolphins to know. Um, but what, what was Teddy Bridgewater's injury? Was it also a concussion? It was a finger. It was a finger. He hurt his pussy. So, and, <laughs> is he, uh, is he still out like for sure? So no. So, so, so if two can't go, Ted, Teddy's going to go. It's not going to, I was going to say, I, not that Teddy Bridgewater is some great talent by any means, but I think the line could also be moving because he's still a pretty decent upgrade from Skylar Thompson. If it were so, Skylar so Thompson, I'd take Bill's minus 20 and a half. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So you got, you got, everyone's got to think like when we went up there and we played that game where the Dolphins should have beat them, we were seven and a half point dogs. Seven, seven at, at, at game time. The fact, and then we start like Travis said, we opened up at 10, went up to 11. Now it's back to nine. It's moved two points in a day, even though all the money's still on the bills. That to me, like, does Vegas know something? Does Vegas know something we don't know? Like, is also, there something going on with the bills? Is there, is Tua playing? I, to me, it seems we're leaning towards Tua playing. And what I was talking with Travis with today, he's in stage two or three, I think three of the concussion protocol. McDaniel said he's working out. He was, you know, doing all that stuff with the team. If he gets cleared to throw, and, and tomorrow we're gonna find out more. If he's cleared to cleared to throw tomorrow, he's playing on Sunday. And I'm taking I'm so taking Miami plus plus nine and a half, plus ten where I can get it. That's so many people were like, Oh, he's they're gonna he's gonna be benched, like they don't want to risk his future. Look. And this is what I heard today, and I kind of liked it. I didn't. I didn't obviously like the way it was stated, but it made a lot of sense. It's like in a harsh reality, the Miami Dolphins don't give a fuck about Tua's future. 
in, in his health later down the road. You're paying him to, to play football now. Like, if we're being honest, if you really want to be harsh about it, if you're healthy, you're playing that football game. If the if 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 an independent doctor clears you to play, and I, I heard, uh, were you talking about the Dan Lebertard show, Travis? No, that- uh, <laughs> the, the the stream won't know. We'll t- we'll talk about it later. It was, it was an independent person <laughs> talking about it. Uh, no, as the Dolphins fan. So I was watching the Dan Lebertard show. Dan Lebertard's based out of Miami. He's a Miami. Miami fan and like one of the guys in there is like listen and 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 like it's like a crew of like six guys and the one guy t- tells the one guy who's a Dolphins fan he's like you really want them trotting two out there to-? he's like listen man yes. he's like if an independent he goes if an, if an independent doctor clears him to play and he wants to go out there and play what are what are you and I to say that he can't go out there and play I'm sorry, like, if, like, if, if somebody clears him to play he he better go out there and play I don't care how senseless I sound if you are cleared to play and you are healthy to play. And you're in the playoffs. Literally, this might be your only shot. You better go out there and play. Yeah, if if you're too talking about low, like me and Travis talk about all the time. Like I don't think the Dolphins have another choice but to bring him back next year. I do think they have a choice to bring in a serviceable backup that can complement him to where if he goes down again and we are proven that we can win with someone that's has a similar skill set to him. You know, like if Travis like to Travis's point, if two is healthy, he's cleared, healthy enough to be cleared. And we go out there and we win this game. If you're Tua, like you probably just bought yourself a contract. Like I'm not even definitely buy yourself. If you win, if he goes out and wins a playoff game, I would be fine with the Dolphins signing him to a contract extension. Now, we're not now maybe not five, ten years, but like yeah. a two to three year deal extra. I'd be okay yeah. with it. Yeah. Is uh so are the are the Dolphins going to sign a veteran? QB to come in and start, and then two is going to make his life a living hell every day in practice. <laughs> I love that quote, though. I mean, he's uh, he's mad. We'll talk about that. So anyway, anyway, uh, I I don't care. Something something to me. This is this is like me being a fan. Me me trying to spot out a, a rat line here, of reverse line movement. Like Travis said, I'm taking Miami uh, at some books plus nine, plus nine and a half, plus ten. I'm going to go ahead and call it. I'll if it's at nine and a half on my book, I'm going to buy it to ten at minus one twenty. If if two is officially ruled out, I'm cashing out. I'm not betting on the game. I I, I, don't, I couldn't take this line with Teddy Bridgewater. If two is not playing, I'm not. I won't bet on it. I really won't. Yeah. Question. So we will know a lot more. We will know a lot more before we put out our lines later in the week. Um, but as of right now, the stands, I'm taking the Dolphins. And if two is not playing, like Travis said, I'll probably lean under again. Um. Yeah. Because I, I don't remember off the top of my head, did the Bills sweep the Dolphins this year? No, we no, should have beat them twice. We should have twice. Should be two right. and zero. Then, then that changes my opinion a little bit because I was going to say that, and I guess we kind of, it's the same for the Seahawks and Niners, but I still think the Niners are just a way better <clears> team. But I was going to say if the Bills swept the Dolphins this year, it's so hard to beat a team three times in a single season. Um, but if they didn't sweep them, then I can't just automatically be like, oh, Bills are, or sorry, Dolphins are winning this game. Cause that was going to be my original pick is like, if two is playing and they've already lost them twice this year, I really like just, I know it's a big line, but just like taking a chance on the money line. I still think nine is a huge spread. And if Tua plays, I'm kind of with Travis. If Tua plays plus nine is huge, I'm taking the Dolphins plus nine all day. If he doesn't, I'm probably just going to stay away from it and I'm just going to watch that yeah. game and hope it's a really good game. So. Yeah. Um, do you guys remember when I called the Cody Parkey double doink? 
couple years. Dude, bro, ago. Travis, yes, I was, I, do. I, was on was my time, I was on my time hop and I literally listened to that. That was, that was one of my best intros I think I think I've ever done. I, I re-listened <laughs> to it, by the way. Because so, I, I I play I played back your your prediction and then I played like the fucking the, the, the broadcast zone. call. Yeah. yeah. Um probably one of the best predictions I've ever had in my sports life. Um, but that needs I, to be I, sorry, Travis. I don't want to cut you off, but that needs to be the intro sound to our NFL draft podcast in the spring. <laughs> the double just, doink, the double doink prediction, and then the live broadcast of it. Just yeah, playing I back like to that. back. Then we then actually jump into the draft. What we're talking about. Um, I like that. We'll keep that. Keep that in the in the brain. But I I heard um, from Travis Wingfield. He's a he's a Miami. Uh, guy used to run locked on dolphins now has his own podcast but he said something this week that really stood out to me that i didn't think about until i actually thought about it the dolphins have lost so many games so not so many games but a lot of games to last second field goals and seems seems like nobody ever misses a field goal against the dolphins i think if this game comes down to a last second field goal tyler bass could be the one to miss it in the cold weather um and it's time, finally time for something to swing the Dolphins' way. So if the Dolphins win, wow. it's going to be on a crucial missed kick. It may not be in the final seconds, but it's going to be in the fourth quarter on a crucial missed kick. You're right, though, because I, I was praying Tyler Bass would miss that, like shank that snow. That's kick. how we lost last uh, last time again yeah. for Bills, Ethan, on a, that yeah. last second Tyler Bass field goal. Yeah. And the, and the, how, the how team was out there, like, the team was out there like, yeah. coming through in the clutch in week 18. About damn well time. Out there. About damn time. You know what? If we had missed the playoffs, it would have been his fault. So it's a good thing that he made this to make us go to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, for real. But uh, that's my bold take if the Dolphins do win this game. All right. I like it. We'll have to to play it back. I really hope you're right, Travis. (laughs) Um, We'll find out. uh, Mike McDaniel said we'll we'll have a lot more clarity on the quarterback situation on Wednesday. Again, everyone is listening to this. That take also only only comes valid and – into fruition if two was playing. Hey so. man, I think I still think I still think Teddy has some magic in him some, sometimes. And if we can run the ball against that terrible Buffalo run defense, that is true. Uh, we'll talk about that more. But we're all we're all in the Dolphins plus nine, plus nine and a half, plus ten, wherever you can get it at. Um, if two mm-hmm. plays, asterisk on that game. We yep. move on to the afternoon game on Sunday, a game that. I'm like circling a little bit as a potential upset alert. Um, Giants. At the Vikings, Travis just walked away from the computer. Uh, Giants, Giants are three-point dogs on the road at Minnesota. The over-under is 48-and-a-half. Everyone knows how I feel about Minnesota. I, I fucking can't stand them. I think they're frauds. Um, I'll, 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 let, I'll let Ethan spin this. He's he's the NFC North guy. So. Hey, hey, hey. You can't let him talk. He said the Vikings were going to finish last in the division. I, last? Didn't you? I no. I said that the Lions were going to finish ahead of them in the division. So third, the Bears were going to be in the fucking basement (laughs) every year. Um, no. Okay, just making sure. Here's here's where I'm at with this game though. Is that I? You're right. Preseason, I was like the Lions are going to finish second. They're going to be a way better team. I was damn right on that part. The part that I was (laughs) wrong about was who's going to be in first. Um, the Vikings had a way better year than I thought they were going to have. Um, they have been arguably the worst 13 and four team of all time, if not the worst. Yep. Um, yep. but 
I this first round. So this first round is killing me. And this is where I'm at with this. I also think the Giants are a fraud team. I, I, I Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley are not enough to make me think that they're going to go out on the road in Minnesota and beat Minnesota with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. I get they have Kirk Cousins at quarterback, but they picked up TJ Hawkinson. Their defense outside of the Packers game, which I do think was a bit of a fluke because the Packers had way more to play for at that point in time in the season than the Vikings did. The Vikings weren't going to get the one seed regardless. Um, I, I, I just can't see the Vikings falling flat in this game. I'm not saying it's going to be some blowout. It might be a one-point game, and so the the Giants plus three might be the move, but I think the Vikings still win this game. I just think the Giants are are not there yet because they weren't supposed to be here in general. So I, I can't, like, with my heart, bet on the Giants when I don't think that they even had a season that was worth being where they're at right now. And this, for me, falls a lot on that division. They had they played a pretty cake schedule. That whole entire NFC uh, East. Is that what it is? There's fucking two playoff teams in there, bro. There's and three. and the commander and, and the commanders were fighting for it. That, they don't have a cupcake schedule. They have a cupcake schedule. Look at the they they all played each other. They're all frauds. They had played a fairly easy schedule. Like, look at look and see who the who the Giants have beaten. Even like, outside who, of t- the East, even outside the, of the tell East, me who, tell me who the Vikings have beaten. Here's well, here's the, well, sorry, but here first, here's who the Giants have played outside of their division: the Colts, the Lions, who better team, but they lost to the Lions, the Texans, the Seahawks, who they lost to, the Jaguars, who they beat by six, um, the Ravens. Um, the Packers, who they beat, and the Packers were, as we know, not, and that was early in the season. The Bears, um, the Panthers, and the Titans. That's that's their non-conference or their non-division schedule. It's pretty like, easy. It's cupcake. It's pretty easy. I mean, but I mean, the now, way I look at it, and I'm trying to tell me Minnesota has I'm the worst point differential. Yeah, Minnesota has the – if you were to take the one-score games in Minnesota and flip-flop them, they would have won two games all, all season long. And I know Travis's point is going to be like good teams win those win those one-possession games. I think I think they're fucking lucky. No, and, I, and I do agree. Dolphins, like, I do agree that – and, and that's my biggest thing, right, is like I do agree that the Vikings haven't had a super difficult schedule either and that they have they have a negative point differential on the season. Um, but magic. they have, they have the talent and I don't know if the giants do like, I, I, I also, just don't know. I hate, I hate Justin Jefferson. Can't fucking stand well, him. I don't you like can hate him, but the dude has 1800 receiving yards on the year. Hope he blows his fucking knee on the first play. Of the as game. A wide whoa, receiver. Whoa, whoa. And they picked up TJ Hawkinson. Who's the giants look- receiving Richie James, Kenny Galladay. <laughs> Like, come on! They they are they just beat them on Christmas Eve. It was a close game. They won by three. I don't. But again, this was in Minnesota. It's in Minnesota again. I, everyone's got this game circled. Like literally everyone that the Giants are going to win. I don't think they're going to win. I'm sorry. 
I got I got the Giants plus I got, I got the Giants plus three in money line. I think the Vikings like, are frauds. I think Kirk Cousins is a bum. I think he needs to retire. I think he's a fucking piece of shit quarterback. <laughs> I think he went to a piece of shit school. I think he's a fucking loser for wearing those fucking chains on the plane. I <laughs> that can't stand crazy. that guy. I can't all, stand all, that guy. Hey, all you time, like it. All, I know this is a very like it may not maybe not even an important stat. But all time touchdown interception ratio. Where do you think Kirk Cousins ranks all time? All time. I mean, he he. Guys, we've got to think Kirk Cousins was fucking backing up RG three at one point in time. Come on, he was backing. Well, RG three was the number one overall pick at one time. But he's not even the fucking league anymore. That's what I'm saying. Like touchdown, both of his knees out. I would say he is. I'd say he's forty nine. Justin Jefferson's pumped and touchdown numbers, interception ratio. Yeah, he's top ten. In I don't M- give a fuck. In NFL I really don't. Really don't. And if, <laughs> I don't give a shit. I really don't care. Really don't care. Kirk Cousins is um, not going to be. Okay, no, but me. if we want to argue who the better quarterback is in this matchup, is it Cousins or Daniel Jones? It's Cousins. I think. I, I think but Daniel Jones is more not. athletic. I think Daniel Jones is more athletic. Well, I think he, he runs the ball be more, more athletic, but I think can. Cousins is who's, better. Who's more talented? It's yeah. Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones. I'd, I'd rather have a wet paper sock and a fucking piece of cardboard playing quarterback for me. These two guys. Right. Jared's letting his emotions get the best of him here. <laughs> um, Here's my Giants thing. suck. I think that I think the Giants plus three can be a good pick. I wouldn't touch money line with a wet fucking sock or whatever you just said. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to take Vikings minus three. Like I, just I think you I have the two widest, boringest quarterbacks in the NFL playing this matchup. <laughs> oh, I don't like this game at all. But I think if yeah, I can, I this is the worst. This I is the worst wild card weekend game. It's the if worst. I am doing no, a pick them, San Francisco. Uh, no, Seattle. there's one more. There's one more that we're about to talk about in a little bit. That's the worst. But <laughs> if I'm if I'm picking this game, which we do at NFL pick them, well, I will announce to the world, hey, I am taking the Vikings in this game. So, all right, I'm doing Giants plus three Giants money line. So we're different there. So it is what it is. It's we okay. don't have to agree that's, on everything. That's uh, we'll roll podcast I accept your wrong opinion. We'll do. We'll <laughs> roll into the Sunday night game, which is first of all, fuck the NFL for making this a Sunday night game. We literally just saw this game last week. This is terrible scheduling on their part. Um, Ravens at Bengals. Bengals are seven point favorites, rightfully so. Over under is forty two. I mean, there's this is this is a no brainer pick here. Lamar Jackson's not coming back. As, He's not doing it. Before we dive in this game, as sad as it is, the only game, if you told me that Tua was not playing this weekend and I could only watch one game, I'd watch the Jags and the Chargers. The rest of these games I wouldn't care about. No. I, right. I think that's fair. Now, now, now if, 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 if Lamar is playing, this would be a fun game. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. So we can watch him overthrow, underthrow 18 different times. <laughs> Um, he's dude's trash. Dude's absolute garbage. He was garbage before he got hurt. He was really good the first five weeks of the season. Trash afterwards. Uh, this it's isn't close. Money. This isn't close. Bengals, Bengals minus seven all day long. If you really, if you're really nervous, buy a point to six and a half, win by a touchdown, and you will literally, literally, be guaranteed money. I don't even know if this is yeah. like a bold prediction or bold question at this point, but are the Bengals the best team in the NFL right now? No. Yes, they've won nine straight. They have literally dominated like half of their opponents. Like they're just know, running over teams. I think they probably should have just packed it in in October. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> I was literally thinking about that. I was like, they were frauds from last year. They were a 10 and 17. They luckily made the Super Bowl. And then as soon as I say that, they go out and they don't lose a game for the rest of the year. Like I don't think they're the, I don't think they're the best team. They're not gonna win the Super Bowl, though. I, but they I could. Don't think so. They are contending or not a all, all 12 teams in the playoffs could. 14? Yeah. Dragon? 14. Math is hard. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so we're we're all we're all in Bengals minus seven Bengals to win this game. Rolls yeah. the rolls us into the Monday night game. I have a couple money line parlays and some teasers as well. Um but uh the Monday night game. You guys think this is a snoozer or a boring game? I think it's gonna be fun. I think next to the Jags Chargers game, this is fun probably as, the only other game. Fun as in it might be close, but there's I I will Say right now there are gonna there's gonna be a, a combined thirteen punts in this game. All right, Cowboys at Bucks, Bucks two and a half home dogs over on his forty five and a half. You can take your analysis, take your points, take whatever you want to do, and shove them right up your fucking ass. Bucks money line all day. So Jarrett Ethan, Jarrett loves data. Right? Big yes. data guy. Yes. Yes. Bucks are four twelve and one against the spread. Worst in Brady's career by far. Um, yeah, I don't know what I want to bet in this game, but that's where I'm going with that. Here's here's where I'm at with just like my gut feeling is that I You're really gonna think Cow- Bucks games this year, and they have just not looked good. And and the Cowboys, I get it. Did you watch They've Dallas had, last week? They lost to right. fucking Sam Howe. But and that the, again, the Bucks lost to the Falcons. That was, was that a resting, after they benched their whole and fucking entire starting cast in the second right. half. After but again. I'm trying not to think based on like one week and the Cowboys, though they've had some down weeks have been the better team overall. The bucks just, it seems like Dax leading the league in receptions, missing five games. The bucks are lucky to even be where they're at because they were down 21 to 10 with 14 minutes left in the fourth quarter to an awful Panthers team. And just Mike Evans decided to go nuclear. That's what used to be. What used to be like the crutch of this team is now horrendous. This Bucks secondary is god awful. It is not good. It's god so awful. I I think that if the Cowboys can establish the run and open up the pass game, this game isn't close. If they can't do that, then yes, I, I think that that the Bucks could pull it out because it is Tom Brady, and even if Tom Brady is fucking walking out in a walker, um, he can still make games close. But if they can establish the run and open up the pass game, I think the Cowboys win by two touchdowns. My that's my my thing is I'm gonna bet on the team who I think has the better slash in this instance only chance of winning in dominant fashion. Dominant, I say two scores plus. I don't think the Buccaneers can do that. I think the Cowboys are the only team of the two that can win by 10 plus points. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Right. I will accept my defeat and we will come on this air next week. And I will tell you all how much I so always I'll doubt be back Tom next week, but just because <laughs> I'm going to come back and I'm going to show you guys the giants won, the bucks won. Jared's just going to go undefeated with every pick the rest of his life. No, I'm not saying I'm going undefeated. <laughs> those, those unders, those unders I gave you probably going to be losers. Those Saturday games. I did not like this one. I, I mean, I have watched the Dallas Cowboys, for a long time. Admittedly, I was a little bit of a pseudo Dallas Cowboys fan there for a little bit because when I liked Tony Romo and the Rams were hot garbage. Travis was a Jaguars fan at that point in time. Um, Way back. And, and they, they, they don't win playoff games. Like they haven't won playoff games since Troy Aikman was there. 
They you. just they get they get there. They have a fucking fantastic season. They win twelve games. They win their fucking division. This year they didn't do that, but they win twelve games. They go to the playoffs and they fucking fall on their face. Or there's okay. Tony Romo fucking botching an extra point. What Dak Prescott? I guarantee you will throw two interceptions in this game, and they the Buccaneers will win seventeen to thirteen. Hey, I hear you because I live with a Cowboys fan, somebody who actually like pays attention to football. Yeah, too. Ethan's boyfriend um, is a Cowboys fan. Can you believe that? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, try fiance. Is she really? Boyfriend. Is, is, um, is, is she really? I was yeah, making a joke that I know of, of Cowboys so fans. It is so hard week in and week out because I'm like, why do you like the Cowboys? You you were born in New Jersey and you grew up in Vermont. How do you like the Cowboys? Um, but because why would you choose the Jets or the Giants? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't Bills know. Close. Her mom's a Jets fan, and her dad is, I believe, a Giants fan. So, are the Bills not go. close? Bills are close. Um, but not whenever really. she was born, the, the Bills were trash. The Patriots are closer, so I'm very thankful that that is not the team that was chosen. Um, hey, hey, her team's in the playoffs. And mine is not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so Travis, so, so Travis and Ethan are leaning in Cowboys. I just don't see Cowboys getting down on the road. I'm taking Bucks money line there. I'm not even taking the points. So. I do not like. I do not like this new feature DraftKings has added. Where underneath big games, it tells you the percentage of bets placed when you go to place your bet. That's what it tells you. And right now on DraftKings, 63% Tampa Bay. That's what it says. Bets, not money percentage. You gotta look at money. So it's the same thing for Georgia and TCU. It said the same thing. So all of them were on TCU. Oh no, no, yeah, no, no. Yesterday, I, I looked at the data and I even said, I was like, man, I should probably take Georgia here because like the, it was the Georgia was getting low bet percentage and high money. That's not that's not a guarantee. That's probably like a fraction better than. Than betting so, with your gut. It's okay, guys. I I, sure I, I, follow, I I followed it all year long, and I hit a sixty-two percent rate. So I mean, yeah. it's okay. I didn't share with you guys, but the bet of the night last night was Georgia minus fifty-seven and a half. I I, I took it. I wish I would have told you guys. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, minus one thirty odds is great value. Um, <laughs> so I do have a teaser for you guys. You guys tell me if you like this. Well, based on your other picks. I'm not gonna like it. But let's go ahead. <laughs> no, you will, because I I, th- I think of the games that we disagreed on. I think you guys can both agree they're gonna be close. Um, the weekend teaser, like it's a seven point teaser plus three fifty, so it spans the whole weekend. San Fran minus two and a half, Jacksonville plus nine, Giants plus ten, Cincy money line, and Bucks plus nine and a half. What is wrong there? Please Hang tell on. me. You're going to have to run through those again. You were mowing through right. them while I was looking at the games. We, weekend teaser, seven points, plus 350. San Fran, minus two and a half. Jacksonville, plus nine. Giants, plus 10. Cincy, money line. Bucks, plus nine and a half. Um, again, you're going to hate it. I think the only one that goes that could go wrong is the Vikings. They're not going to beat the Giants by 10 plus points. I'm sorry. I'm not going to. But here's it. so here's here's what I like. I think that could be a good one too. Take out that game entirely. Um, so take out the Vikings game. This is plus 250. You've got San Fran minus two and a half. This is on FanDuel, by the way. So it's not, it's it's slightly different. Jacksonville plus nine and a half. 
Um, the Dolphins plus 16. Again, we'll put an asterisk on that depending on who plays. Yeah, I didn't, um, I didn't throw Dolphins just because just of the two situation. But... Cincy, money line. And then the over of 38 and a half in that Dallas Bucks game. I like points nope. in that game. I like points nope. in that game. 38 and a half. Nope. I'm calling like Travis a 20 game. I'm just laughing at both of you guys. You're cracking me up. Nope. I would take the under. Spread. If, you're, if we're doing teasers, I'm not touching the spread. Why does it spread? You really think you guys both really think that Dallas can go and beat Tampa Bay by ten plus points? I, know, I the only reason I say that is because like the only the only reason Tampa Bay is in the playoffs is because the division they played in. They're eight and nine for a reason. Like every and I'm not talking shit on you, but everyone's like Tom Brady in the playoffs. Tom, Brady. okay, where was Tom Brady all year long? He's never done this ever. He looks horrible, and I don't care what way you okay. slice it. The best I thing remember, you can do in this game is take Chris Godwin over and catches whatever it is because there was to him every time. There was five years. It was five or six years ago where a uh, is like actually the year I thought I thought the Rams were going to go to the playoffs this year. The Rams in Seattle played for the division in Week 17. They both had six wins. Seattle won the game, went to the playoffs at seven and nine. Shocked the fucking world and beat like a fucking eleven win. I can't remember who it was. They beat the 11, 11 wild card team. There is value in playing at home in the playoffs. There is value in playing a team that turns the ball over as much as Dallas does. That's all I'm going to say about it. I don't think and great Dallas might not lose. They're not going to win by ten plus. That's why I'm taking the insurance here on, on the teaser. You guys are really going to hit my parlay, but I love it. So I'm say it. <laughs> I, I I think the insurance is fine. Like I'm I'm not going to argue the whole like plus nine and a half too much. Um, but what kills me about the Bucks outside of Brady is just that they have no run game. Like Fournette and Rashad White have not looked good this year. Their O line, yes. when it comes to running the ball, has not been good. Like it's yeah. it's not even arguable that they have no run game. At all. You haven't even asked about my teaser. I'm kind yeah, of worst teaser. <laughs> all right, I'm doing my my special. My, do you guys know what I love? It's my thirteen pointers. Mm-hmm. It's minus one forty. The odds aren't sexy, but dude, I, I mean these things are they're great. Jags plus fifteen. Dolphins plus twenty two and a half. Yeah. Bengals plus six. Seahawks Niners over twenty nine and a half. That honestly, that last one legit scares me just a tad. 29 and a half. The Niners are going to score 30 points by themselves. If that game is any, if the Niners are going to, are going to win that game, they're going to mainly cover that mostly themselves. Book it. Niners win 28 nothing. (laughs) Fuck off. 28 3. Making a field goal with two minutes left because they've, they've ran the clock down and they miss it. I, I like that though, Travis, even without two applying. The Dolphins are two and a half. Come yeah, so on, they're not a boat race. Like this isn't that. fucking a college football game. Like the clock moves way too fast for that to happen in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, those are my four minus one forty. I mean, I love it. I just put that together. It's not sexy, not sexy, but I like it. So not let's sexy. Talk about fuck. So my boner's popping through my pants. Let's do some futures. I actually, I personally placed three futures. I actually placed them already. Hang on, I, I bet I can tell you what they are. Travis, so Travis and I both have done this two years in a row, and both years has paid off very handsomely for me. I picked the Bucks to win the Super Bowl two years ago; it paid off fucking huge. Last year, I picked the Bengals to win the AFC; paid off huge. Um, you probably have the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. 
Yep. You probably have the 49ers win the Super Bowl. Yep. And then you probably have the Dolphins win the Super Bowl. Nope, that is not. I have, no, sorry, I have the Bucks to win the NFC. Yes, I do. Yep. Those, those, those are my three. Yep. Those are my three. Jarrett's Action Network, you can see it all. Oh, you fucking... <laughs> <did> you? <laughs> Jared, Jarrett's more like, what the fuck? He just ripped those off. <laughs> yeah. So that, that Dolphins bet, I had placed before the season. And that's why I was telling you guys, like, the odds to bet on the Dolphins Super Bowl now are better than they were at the beginning of the season, which is wild. But anyway, yes, so that I means you can probably cash out for a profit. I cannot cash out on Bovada on futures. So trash. Trash. Yeah. That's see, I, I hate predicting like matches like that and then the winner. So like I will talk about my three futures real quick. I have three that I've actually placed. I have three more that I would be like, eh, I'm like on the on the fence about. Bengals in the Super Bowl plus seven hundred. Ethan talked about it. They're hottest team coming in the playoffs. I think that they're on a mission. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't see the Bills as a threat. I've watched them play too many games this year. I don't see the Chiefs as a threat. They're too inconsistent on offense, and their defense is not that great. Um, I think Bengals are more all-around team. San Francisco to win the Super Bowl, simply put, there's no one in the NFC I think can stop them. Sorry, Jesse. Um, if San Francisco <laughs> plays Philly, they're fucking steamrolling them by fucking 15-plus. Um, so San Francisco, if they get the Super Bowl and they're not banged up, I think they can win. And Bucks win the NFC because I think if they beat Dallas, so if it plays out right, I think if they beat Dallas, they could be one of the lower seeds. And if the Vikings do win, I think they smash the Vikings. They play the they play the Eagles in the championship game. That's my scenario there. Like Bucks beat Dallas, play Vikings in the in, in the second round, beat them. Play Philly in the championship, beat them to go to Super Bowl. So that's 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 why I bet those three. And the Bucks are a plus eleven hundred to win the NFC. So. Those are my three. Any futures you guys are eyeing? I have three more. <laughs> Looking at it. Ethan, you like anything? I am looking. I will tell you that I think so. Vandal has some nice player props for the postseason. Um, although now I'm looking at it. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are risky though, because you're um, basically betting on a team to win too, though. Exactly. At the same time. And so it's, yeah. but it's not. And I, I agree. Maybe betting on the team would be better, but um, most playoff passing yards in the in the playoffs this year, Joe Burrow is plus five fifty. Um, so that, so, so pretty, I don't hate that though, because you, you could play two games and like throw for eight hundred yards and right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't. Well, the, the guys well, above the total? him. Uh. Plus five fifty. It's just most passing playoff passing yards. So like guys like Patrick Mahomes. That's that's a tough contest. But depending on how far he makes it, um, Jalen Hurts. I don't see him throwing a ton. Like you know they they their run game is what really has gotten them there. Even though Miles Sanders can fuck off. Um, Brock Purdy. Josh Allen runs not, the ball too much. Josh Allen runs the ball a lot. He, and and even though their run game is not sexy, like they do run the ball. Seemingly a lot with like um, James Cook and Harvard. Devin Singletary. So um, most playoff rushing yards. This blows my mind. You want to know who the second highest um, person to have the most rushing yards in the playoffs is? Ken CMC. Josh Allen. Second that is, highest. That does not line. surprise me. That's um, trash. Your highest is Christian McCaffrey. After Josh trash. Allen, Miles Sanders. 
Um, cool. He'll have eight carries for 41 yeah. yards. One and Joe done. Mixon, Isaiah Pacheco, could, and then Jalen Hurts. That's there's your winner right there, the Pacheco. You think even over McCaffrey? There's been there's no there's no sexy running backs in the playoffs this year. None. No. Like no. If the Dolphins, so I, if the Dolphins outside healthy, of outside of McCaffrey, most are. Yeah, because it's a, because Tony Pollard and Zeke split carries. Um. Devin Singletary and James Cook split carries. Eckler catches too many passes. Leonard Fournette and Rashad White split carries. Travis Etienne's probably not going to make it far enough. And so it's like Travis, it's either yeah, Pacheco yeah, Tra- or Tra- McCaffrey. Yeah. If, if Travis, you, Travis said if the Dolphins were healthy, it'd be Mostert. It's more if Mostert was healthy. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Yeah. Here, here's something I got for you guys, and it's really obscure. But there's a uh, option on FanDuel under – you go to NFL, you scroll over to Team Futures, and you scroll over to Stage of Elimination. If you're a high roller, you could bet on this, and this is what I really like. You could double dip the San Francisco 49ers to lose in the divisional round is plus 275. To lose in the conference championship is plus 225. You could bet both. I like that. So I could fucking double dip there. So if I bet on the one in the NFC at plus 400 or whatever it is. But I'm losing the conference championship for plus 225. If they don't make it there, then I fucking lose double bets. That's why I'm saying if you bet on both of those, so they're essentially winning the first game. Winning the first game won't make the Super Bowl and you're and you're winning money. You know it's you know it's a you know it'd be a fun bet there's Kansas City to lose that game. To what game? The AFC championship game. That is plus one fifty. That's the favorite. Of the four, to lose the AFC championship. Yes, divisional round. Yeah, that's the favorite of their four to oh. to pick from. So, like saying, that's where they think they're going to lose in the AFC championship game, because the losing the Super Bowl is plus four fifty. But an AFC team's crazy. winning. Yes, Ah, man, it's just so AFC. Tough. So like, here, no, you wanted to bet this all year long, right here. DraftKings, you can winning conference AFC minus one forty five. That's don't fucking matter who. How? Who's gonna beat? Who's gonna beat the Bengals, Bills, or Chiefs? No one in the NFC. None of them. You're probably right. Even the I just hope it's. Uh, I, I I hope it's not the Chiefs, man. I really hope it's not the Chiefs. I don't care I who it is if I put five hundred dollars on the AFC conference winner. <laughs> Dude, then you're sweating bullets because then if then if we make a Super Bowl, you're rooting for the Chiefs. If it wins me money, fine. I've already seen a win. What's it gonna do? Make me cry again at night. <laughs> Travis is out here telling on himself as a fucking ball <laughs> after that Chiefs victory. <laughs> no, we, 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 we had we had quite a bit of money in the Niners. So. That's what I'm saying. But I'm just like, yeah. dude. Come on. Then you can even bet winning division. What's the AFC East? Plus 350. It's the second favorite of AFC teams. Because of the Bills. AFC North. So, 650. Because, yeah. I mean, That's obviously only... you're betting on the Bengals. You're not betting but, on the Ravens. Yeah, but... yeah, just bet on the Bengals plus 700 at that point. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Jarrett, Jarrett likes the also mighty uh, – Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus four thousand. Yeah, but then the AFC—they're the only team in the NFC South. That's true. So you might as well just bet them to win the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's the same thing. So here's my thing with that. Time out. Sorry to interrupt you. If you really want value, NFC East, there's three teams plus 300. None of them won the Super Bowl. Not a fucking one. Surely one of them makes it, right? No. You would would think, but. (laughs) You got a 40% chance of them making the Super Bowl? Niners or. Actually, no, you know what? You're gonna get you, everyone's gonna come crazy. The one team of the NFC East I can see making it's the Giants, making a Jesus making a run. Christ. What is this man? Let's kick him out of here. <laughs> bye bye. And that is our episode, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next oh, week. But you guys, we are, we're all about hot takes and stuff. I mean, I, that's my hot take. I think if there's one dark horse team out of the NFC, it's it's the Giants. I, I think other than that, I, I other than that, I think it's the Niners to lose. Sorry, Jesse. The Eagles suck. Well, um, if you prob- if you wanted if you were talking about there's not a chance that an NFC East team makes the Super Bowl, you could bet on divisions to win the NFC, and they are the favorite at minus one twenty five. I take that. I'd so take one that. of those three teams just to make the Super Bowl at minus one twenty five. That's pretty three solid of, odds. Three out of seven teams make Super Bowl. Yeah, come on. I mean. Well, and the fact that none of them play each other in the first round. So yeah. if they all no, win, they have then, one alive in the second. Listen, if they saying, all and win, then, and then, then Q, you, we, we bet on that Q, two of them losing on, on opening weekend, and fucking everything goes to shit. <laughs> but like, you could well, essentially. The Eagles can't lose. Um, but I said two out of three, though. But after the, the no, second right. round of the playoffs, you could have that, that bet won. There could be two yeah, NFC exactly. teams in the NFC Championship. Exactly. And now, granted, we're betting like me and Travis talked like we're we're not very high on the Giants, so there's a chance that it's just two teams, and you're not very high on the Cowboys, so there's a chance that it's neither of them. But if we're the both Eagles, wrong, none of us are high on them. <laughs> <laughs> so um, fuck it. So maybe it's not a good bet. So we just talked ourselves out of it. So 125 is not yeah. great. Um, no, I mean, so so seriously, like let, let's talk about it. I want to hear everyone's Super Bowls. And everyone's Super Bowl Dude, winners, it's so, so tough. This year has been my least confident year in picking just even winners in the NFL. Uh, I am, I have zero confidence in picking a Super Bowl matchup, especially coming out of the – I mean, I say especially coming out of the NFC. I have no clue what I'd even pick in the NFC right now. So here, so here's my thing. NFC, I'll talk about that in a second. NFC's AFC. a crapshoot. AFC loaded with talent. AFC Bengals are going to boat race the Ravens. As much as I hate to say it, they're probably going to play the Bills in the second round because the Dolphins are going to lose, and they're going to get. I mean, it's going to sound bad. I'm going to preface this: it's going to sound bad, but they wanted to finish that game. They probably wanted to. They were whooping the Bills' <laughs> ass at that point. Whenever the whole Demar Hamlin shit happened, and um, I think the Bengals are going to come back. They're going to they're going to beat the Bills. They're going to win that game when they play. And then I think they go back to Arrowhead, or no? Would would that be a neutral site if the Bengals played the, played the? It would be. No. They're gonna go back to Arrowhead. They're gonna do it again. I think I think the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl again. And then I think it's just the of, I think it's just Bills Chiefs neutral site. And yeah. Bills Bengals, Bills Bengals would be his neutral site. If that I don't know how that would happen. That wouldn't happen because because the Chiefs won, and the Bills won in Week 18. It is just Chiefs Bills neutral site okay. championship game. The Bengals. Do we know where that's going to be at though? Where the, where the neutral I site is? I, let's take a, let's talk about that for a second. Detroit. Um, Detroit. I was thinking 
maybe indie. They had talk, I had heard talks about indie. You would think video. it's gotta Obviously, be no. Somewhere it would beneficial do Kansas City. Yeah. How about somewhere beneficial Kansas City? St. Louis. Could you oh fucking God, imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine? They wouldn't touch that Roger. shitty ass stadium, though. They'd be like, hey, Roger Goodell you. would never. Yeah. Roger Goodell would never. Lucky you, that um, fucking track would tear someone's knee. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Bengals for me, and I, I just don't see any, anyone beat the Niners. So I got Bengals, Niners, um, and I got the, unfortunately, out of those two, if they met, I think the Niners would win it all. But that's my opinion. If I if it was Bengals Niners, I think I'd rather chop my cock and balls off before I watch. You this. you like Joe Burrow? Chill out. I can't. I just I don't want them to win it. Sorry, I do. If there's, he's if there's so one cocky, team, it's unbelievable. He needs to be humbled. If there's one reason, if there's one team outside of Dolphins this playoffs, I want to win it. It's the fucking Bengals. No, it's um, the Jags. If oh them too, them too. So Dang, here's here's hanging on timeout. Sorry to interrupt you, Ethan. We were so close to getting our Jags Lions run to the Super Bowl. We were so fucking close. Yeah. God damn it. Seahawks had All to right. fuck it up. But, um, continue. The Lions, the Lions are a little far off on a lot of a lot of aspects of, of yeah, their defense of, of, of still the sucks. Yeah. Continue, Ethan. NF, NFL scripted Super Bowl. Um Bills Niners. And that's that's the only the only reason I say that is because they're gonna they're gonna ride the story of the Bills and and what's happened and then the Niners bite my with Brock Purdy at QB and the best defense slash offensive weapons they've seen in so God knows how long. So scripted NFL writers, uh, Bills Niners, you can take that to the bank. What I believe will happen um, is I really think that this year is if we don't see the Bills, I I think the Chiefs make the Super Bowl. I I would love to see the Bengals in it just because out of the AFC teams, if the Dolphins aren't making it and the Jags aren't making it, we're just kind of assuming that. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Um, Of those three teams, Bills, Bengals, Chiefs, I think that Chiefs, I just want to see them in it because I, I, I don't know. I just don't like the other two teams. That's just where I'm at. And I don't really like the Chiefs either, but out of the three, that's the one I choose to be in the Super Bowl. Maybe it's because I would rather see an NFC team win it, even though we're it's probably not going to happen. NFC, the Chiefs have become more tolerable this year because Patrick Mahomes' wife and brother aren't as pre- prevalent. And I admit, honestly, and honestly, Travis Kelsey's become way more likable since he's done his podcast with his with his brother. I way I more. started to actually like not like them, but. Uh, Strongly l- less dislike them, I guess you could say. Fair, because uh, I hated them very harshly. Um, and then Travis um, Kelsey went and shat in his fucking hands and wiped it all over his face in the last five weeks of the season. Thank you for doing that in both of my fantasy leagues. So I hate them again. Their offense pisses me off. They're throwing it to <laughs> Justin Watson and Noah Gray and all these fucking losers. So they can eat shit again. On my good side, okay. back to eating okay. shit. Um, I'm going to go, and you, no one's going to like it. I hate the NFC. Going devil magic. Uh, I'm going to go Vikings um, just because I think it is a obscure pick, and no one knows what the NFC is going to pan out. Not that I want to see it, but of the NFC, I don't want to like many other teams. AFC, it's, it gets a lot tougher. Um 
Well, I think, so while you think about it, um, you didn't let me pick my NFC team for what I actually think is going to happen. I actually, I, I was stuck between two. It was the Vikings and the Cowboys of what I'd like to see. And I don't even like the Cowboys, but think about the NFC teams that are in there, man. I don't want to see the fucking Eagles make it. I don't want to see the fucking Niners make it. I really don't want to see the Bucks make it. I hate the Giants and I really hate the fucking Seahawks. So if I had to choose, is the Cowboys or the Vikings? I think the Vikings are the better of the two, even though they're an NFC North rival. Um, I just don't like the Cowboys, never have. But of the two, to make it because, I mean, the Cowboys haven't made or won the Super Bowl since the 90s. So it's not like it's some dynasty. And the Vikings, I don't think have been there ever? Question mark? I actually don't know. Um, so I'd love to see either of those two teams in there and just hope for a really good Super Bowl. That's where I'm at. I'll let yeah. you continue. I think I think the I think people have figured out the Tony Pollard Zeke rushing attack. We've seen that over the last few weeks. Jared's fantasy football team in our other league has seen that in the last few weeks because they have been limited. Um outside of that, you lean back on Jarrett making Dak throw the ball, and it's not great. That's why I like the Vikings. Um just they just got a good they got good mojo around them right now. Good vibes, good energy, good spirits. AFC. Hmm. You know, I think that the Chiefs are just gonna draw a favorable matchup against teams. I mean, yeah. I do. I think they're gonna have yeah, an easy I, path to the AFC championship. Here's like here, here, here's your easy path. Dolphins upset Bills first round. Dolphins has to go to have to go to Kansas City and if not, as much as I hate to say it, we all like the Jags. They play the Jags, right? Yeah. If, if the Bengals and Bills win, yeah, they'll play the Jags. Exactly. They'll play the winner of Jags Chargers, yeah. And they beat either one of them, unfortunately, as much as I hate to say it. I'd like to see the Jags well, go far. I hope the Jags win, but I think they beat either one of them. Uh easy path, the AFC championship game in which you're facing potentially two teams who have gone through the mud two weeks in a row facing each other. Uh, I go Chiefs, Vikings. In that instance, I would I would be rooting for the Vikings. I would I would honestly would not tune in the Super Bowl. I cannot watch that. <laughs> and if and if yes, same you with would. your Super Bowl, with your Super Bowl, I would I would tune into it, but I would hate a Bengals Niner Super Bowl. That would, would be way it. more entertaining than oh. watch Kirk motherfucking cracker ass cousins and fucking cracker ass. Goddamn. And goddamn Patrick Mahomes, I cannot watch the Chiefs Vikings. I will not watch the Chiefs Vikings. Um, this brings us to I don't know if you actually listened to the last episode, Jared, but the ass tattoo that I inevitably <laughs> have to get. We had narrowed it down. We were going to put it to a vote to either a either you an a, ass tattoo of the fucking Forty ers No, either a. A gold miner, like a cartoonish gold miner. A cyclone. Doesn't have to be the Iowa State logo, aka from where Brock Purdy is from, but like a tornado and or whatever your option is. And it can't be anything that's gonna be off. I will be I will be nice and I will say you can get your future son's initials on your ass. That's I don't know if I'd like that. Yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> on his ass, it'd be kind of um, weird. Something that's I don't know, I don't know, man. That's I didn't Travis, know we were actually going to go Travis's ass shows one day, three, four, five years into the future, and his son's like, "What's what's on your ass, daddy? That's your initials, son." <laughs> you can you can just get you can get an M I Z on your ass cheek for all I care. That would actually be legit. 
Like, I don't think you need to get something that has to relate to Brock Purdy and the Niners. Fuck that dumb yeah. city. So, I, I my Z on my ass. Fair? 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 I could do it. M-I-Z on the left cheek, Z-O-U on the right cheek. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool, though. Actually, that'll, that'll probably be my go-to. It won't be. I'm not going to get fucking times new Roman 78 font, but. Okay, yeah. so what I was gonna say, you're gonna you're gonna gold miner. Looks like someone's gonna be digging in your asshole, and that could be something really, really something that I don't want to get into right now. <laughs> oh man, uh, that is great. This is a demonstration. Um, lovely, lovely. Well, this this episode is brought to you by alcohol. So thanks, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you as always. This episode was brought to you by. We have no sponsors, so sponsor us, bitch. Um, anyway, to the yeah. who. See you next week. <laughs> to the who. Peace.